All right, welcome to Blurry Creatures. Guys, we have a great show for you guys today. Uh, J.J. Humphrey, the congressman. And, hey, that's not as exciting as it's the myth, the man, the legend's birthday. Give it up for Luke Rogers. It's your birthday today, Luke. Happy birthday. Yeah, it is my birthday. Thanks, thanks, Nate. And it's really nice of you. And it's and it's coming out on your birthday. So this, this is, is an extra special episode. Yeah, yeah. So we just wanted to give you guys a little pre-roll. We just launched a website, Luke. Tell the people out there what they can get on our website and all the good stuff. Well, you can you can look at all of the episodes. They're all going to be lined up there, um, along with you, you can listen to them directly through the website if you want to. Um, also, our merch launched in the last week. If you haven't seen seen us on uh, on social media. Perhaps you're not a big social media person, but a ton of friends that are like that. We did launch our first couple tees. You can order them. We're doing a pre-order through the website. So check out the website. Give them the website, Nate. Blurrycreatures.com. Blurrycreatures.com. Uh, yeah. Check out the merch. Of course, all this this pre-sale merch, all this stuff goes to support the podcast. We're 100% listener supported. To this point, we don't have any support. So this is the beginning of the listener supported part. There's no ads or anything like that in any of our, our podcasts. We like to keep it that way for now. So here's a way you can support the cast. Look real good. We've got a you know one for the brand. We've got a Blurry Creatures tee. And then we've got one that's a play on one of my favorite personalities, Andre the Giant. And it's a Bigfoot tee. <laughs> Andre the Giant. So many. There's so many deep connections there to what we do, too. Right? There really is. I mean, he did. he did play Bigfoot. He did, and James he Bond. and he was a giant. He was a part. He was a giant. There you go. There's, there's so much. There's so many depths. It's like an onion. It's like oh, Shrek. It's like it Shrek. Is. It's an onion. And if you've been listening to this show, your whole world's become Shrek, where all that weird stuff is out there. Yeah, all those mystical creatures. All them. All them creatures. They exist. They're real. Now, I appreciate that, Luke. Yeah. So everyone out there, it's Luke's birthday. Buy a T-shirt today for Luke's birthday. If you love what we do, we put a lot of time and effort into this show. I don't know if you've been listening, but man, every show is a lot of time to, you know, mix it down, master this thing, edit all the music in, get out all the fluff out. We spend a lot of time on the promo too. So here we are, 32 episodes in, and we're finally just asking you guys, if you love what we do, you know, try to uh, support the show. There's a lot of content. We already have some members, Luke. We didn't talk about that. We're doing a members only. Not a jacket. Although that'd be pretty sweet. Yeah, that is 80s. But a mem- members only, uh, yeah, exactly. There's a members only area where uh, there's going to be a ton of sweet perks coming your way if you are a member. One is that we're going to release episodes early for the members. Yeah. Uh, like this episode will drop early. Yeah. Um, there'll be a bunch more content, exclusive members only episodes we're going to put, you know, in the in the proverbial clubhouse. We've got a bunch of plans too coming up from discounts on merch to virtual happy hours with with Nate and I and some of the guests. All that's in the works. It's going to be pretty cool. There'll be a lot of perks to doing that. And also, just for the price of a cup of coffee, you can support this podcast and us continuing to do what we do. Yeah. And like Nate sex to say, it's a ton of time. Um Especially for my ginger friend Nate, <laughs> and you know it, it, we've it's equipment and subscriptions and you know all the things you don't think about that happen behind the scenes to make a podcast happen. Those all cost real dollars out of our pockets. And as much as we love doing this, it'd be nice if uh, the old podcast carried its weight a little bit, right, Nate? Oh yeah, oh yeah. We just want to shout out to Gigi, Joshua, and Emily. Before we even launched it on an episode, we already got three people signed up for our membership area thank you guys so much for loving what we do we just barely advertised it on instagram only and we already got some people hopping on board so what they get is like we said 
access to every time I'm done with an episode, Luke, I'm posting on the members area. So I'm almost done with Dr. Heiser's episode. That's going up as soon as I'm done. It's going up. We don't have to wait. You don't have to wait for the regular feed. You get bonus content, videos and stuff. We're talking to Dr. Judd. He's going to write some articles. There's all kinds of stuff in the works. Like Luke said, lots of fun stuff. So support the show if you can. And dude, this episode with JJ, obviously the guy's a congressman, so there's some political stuff in there. We laughed the whole time, though. Hopefully you guys understand, like, we just kind of went with what he was what he was bringing, right? And, you know, and this is this is great. Like, this is obviously not a political show, although people like to, anytime it comes up, it really irks people. Uh, one star Nate, one star Nate. Uh, <laughs> but l- listen, like, uh, JJ's doing something really cool down in Oklahoma. What he's doing for the Bigfoot brand down in Oklahoma, it, it, the ninth most sightings in the country, allegedly, is, is where he is from, where his constituents live. And JJ is a riot. So you're going to love this episode coming up. Look at, look, at the, look at the website. Check out what we got going on. Yeah. Uh, get yourself a t-shirt. Yeah. And if you want to be you know, in that members-only jacket-esque club, yeah. <laughs> Become a member. So thanks, thanks to my little brother Jordan. Shout out number two order on merch. Number two, uh, dude. Someone beat him. Number two. Someone beat him to it. I think it was Greg, our our, our marathon listener. He's like, an ultra, he's like an ultra marathon runner, except he's somehow he, he was able to listen to you and I babble for hours and hours. <laughs> what's, on what's wrong with that guy? Man. Know, man. Hi, hey. He likes your voice. He likes your voice. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. The summer sends its love. <laughs> you worked it in. <laughs> Happy birthday, Luke. Thank you so much for taking this crazy journey with me, man. I seriously want to say this to you. Like, people, you don't understand. Starting a podcast is getting married for a second time. Like, Luke and I text 80s memes to each other all day long. He deals with all my crazy manic behavior. You have to be kind of a manic person to start a podcast or a band. I've done both. And it's insane. You know, and you hopped in two feet, man. You're you're in this. Yeah, we're going. We're taking the bull by the horns. Yeah. So I appreciate or the or the bigfoot by the shoulders. Bigfoot by the neck. balls. Oh, that as well. I don't know. Mel- Jeff Melder would say bigfoot by the perineum. <laughs> but seriously, you guys are great. We're we're almost at 200 reviews on iTunes. Thank you guys for rating the show. Give it a five star, not a one star. Write a review. That's how that's how we people can find us on iTunes and yeah. the other platform is to is to leave a review. Yeah. But we're going to get back to our like regular scheduled stuff, like to Dr. Heiser. we got a bunch of experts lined up. Don't worry. We're getting back into the meat and potatoes. The class is, class in- is going to be back in session. We, you know, we had to take up the field trips. Now we're driving the bus back to the classroom. Yeah, yeah. So don't you worry. Heiser episode was awesome. Excited about that one. And uh, anything else, Luke? Check out the website. And very, very excited to bring on Oklahoma State Congressman J.J. Humphrey. Justin Humphrey from Oklahoma, the great state of Oklahoma, and this is our first congressman on the show on Blurry Creatures. I don't know if you listen to the show or even know what we do, but we talk about all kinds of weird stuff on our show, from Bigfoot to animals that supposedly don't exist to uh, the ancient giants, all kinds of stuff. Uh, We get into it on our show. We have fun, but we're happy to have you on the show, and you know, I'm sure you get this all the time because you know there, it's one thing to believe in Bigfoot and have the debate. It's another thing to pass laws and try to move it into the public level. Let's just hop right in. What is your experiences with Bigfoot 
like do you do you have experiences with this creature have you did you grow up around seeing these things um yeah just tell us your story yeah here's here's the deal i grew up in southeastern oklahoma a lot of people don't realize that uh the southeastern part of oklahoma is kind of where the ozarks start so we've got some pretty good mountains there starting up the mountains and and again uh, a lot of forest and stuff like that so that's where i grew up around and so we've had a lot of people that have claimed to and i believe they've seen something i believe they had some kind of experience you know what i'm saying yeah and so uh grew up with people that you just um you know what i'm saying they're they're, they're solid citizens and you and you just got to say well uh so if you're if you're i'm in law enforcement and the way i like to tell people when I'm hearing a story, I, I look at the, the witness to see, are they going to be a credible witness? Do you want to put that witness on stand? And some of these people would be what you would say as a credible witnesses. So you grow up hearing all those kind of stories and in our area, you hear a lot of that. And so when I got up here to the legislators, um, one of the things I look at, I come from a very, very poor area and we, we have um, tourism should be a lot bigger in one area it is, but in my area it's not. And so I've looked at, you know, what can we do? And so this is something that if you look at all across the world, not just here, but all across the world through generation and generation, there's been some kind of, of um, Bigfoot experience. I mean, every generation all across the world. So that lends some credence to something's something's there, you know, I don't know what. And, and again, so I started kicking around this ideal probably about two years ago that, Hey, I, I throw it at people and I'd go, you're going to think I'm crazy, but let me just throw this on you. See what you think. <laughs> I've been doing that two years up here at the Capitol. They all think I'm crazy. But here's the deal. I, I ran that bill and what I did, I put it in a shell bill so we can only run eight bills. And so I put this as an extra bill because I knew the media would take off with it and give me some free publicity. Yeah. And, and how much publicity I knew it'd make nation, nationwide, but I had no idea that it would go international and, and to the level that it has went international. Hmm. And so this is going to be one of the biggest uh, promotional things. And so we were looking at whether pass it as a bill or I went to our lieutenant governor and said, hey, the genie's out of the bottle, so you can't put it back in. So let's do this thing as a promotional across the state. So right now, that's what it looks like, is that we're actually going to get this thing done. We're working on language to make sure that, one, that, he, that we wouldn't kill Bigfoot. We don't want to kill Bigfoot. So we're going to make sure Bigfoot's not killed. Two is that it, if captured, that we do it in a humane way. Three, that we don't harm anybody. Uh, you know, nobody else gets harmed. Make sure we're trying to make sure the public is safe. And then uh, some facts like if you did catch Bigfoot, that he'd be examined by a professional like Bet or somebody like that. And then DNA and all that would be collected. And that he would be released back into the environment where he came from. So wow. we got to get all that, make sure Oklahoma has no liability. We get all of that done and we're good to go. JJ, it's you know from talking to people on our show, it sounds like trying to catch one of these things is 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 darn near impossible. Do you think do you think it's possible to get one of these things, or is it just because it'll help liven your community, bring some people together, 
and have some fun looking for this creature because I, I think a lot of people are upset because they think you're trying to kill this thing, right? And well, here's the deal: I'm even changing the language to say uh, Satch Quatch Quest so that we don't use the word hunting. Yeah, we, we want to make sure that we nobody wants to kill Bigfoot. That would be a bad, bad. That's bad <laughs> juju. That's yeah. killing Bigfoot is bad juju. You don't yeah. want that. What what we're doing is giving opportunity that if it is real, to give the opportunity to verify that. And again, is anybody going to catch him? He's been pretty elusive for many, many years. <laughs> I don't know if we'll ever catch him. But at the end of the day, we're going to give people the opportunity. And that's the fun. Come to Oklahoma. Get out in the woods. And that's the adventure, and the adventure is what you take home with. You. I gotta, I gotta ask because I know, I know this thing started as as proposing a a Bigfoot hunting season, right, with the Oklahoma Wildlife. Did you get some pushback on that? Is that is that why it's changed a bit, or was it did it have to do with the legalities of of essentially opening up a season? To- no, here's the deal. I never imagined. I, we were pretty quick saying that we're not going to kill. I mean, it's always been for live capture. Yeah. That's what we've always said. But that didn't get out there in the media too quick. It takes the word as hunting. So, you know, I never even thought about using the word hunting. And so you do a lot of this stuff and you don't look at at people hang up on every little detail, which, again, I understand how they got hung up on the word hunting. Because generally, if you go hunting something, you're going to kill it. You know what I'm saying? So, um, again, for me, I'm from law enforcement. We hunted people. We didn't necessarily kill them. We went out there and captured people. So for me, uh, you know, we're on the hunt, no big deal. But I want to make sure that we change the language so that everybody knows, hey, this is a capture, not a kill. And this is people getting out in the woods, having fun, experiencing that adventure and getting out there and looking. And by the way, we got the old uh, bounty up to 2.1 million now. Wow. Wow. I was going to ask about that. I know you started out at 25K and now – it says you've got an upcoming Hollywood Bigfoot movie pledged to two million dollars. Private business put up a hundred thousand. Yeah, it's um, backwards. The Hollywood movie put up the hundred, and the, the okay. business put up the two million. Yeah, mm-hmm. hey, it's not the it's not the mattress guy from Texas, right? The guy that bets on all the all the World Series games. Mattress. No, uh, no, 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 no. This is so important. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, basically, they've got some convenience stores and stuff like that. And and again, this is going to make your business boom. And and I'm I'm sure he's just gambling that that he don't think anybody gonna catch him. Yeah, you think? Are you trying to make your town like the Bigfoot capital of uh, of the world? And because there's a couple places around, like there's a place in Pennsylvania. I think it's the, it's the Mothman capital, and there's other places around where they they're moving the awareness forward. Because I mean, we've talked to people on our show that not only have they seen these things, our last guest had th- three or four in his barn. And he and he and they were whistling to his horses, and it, it it just gets crazy. The stories we hear on our podcast, I'm I'm sure people have told you some stories. Oh man, do you, what do you think? Do you think he's out there? Do you think he's real, or do you just, are you are you not sure still? Well, here's the deal. Some of the stories, like you're telling, and I've had people living with eight Bigfoot studying them, and <laughs> you know what I'm saying. And, and I listened to a, a, a audio tape the other day, which is quite you know I mean. A two-minute audio tape of a Bigfoot, and uh, so so that's a little hard to to buy into. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, oh yeah. Now, you know when I experience uh, when I talk to a guy who who I uh, hold up as a good credible person, who is a good I know solid sound mind, 
and he is 100% believing that he has seen something and not a bear. And I know this guy would know, you know what I'm saying? This ain't, yeah. this ain't some person going to get excited about a bear being in the woods. You know, this right. is a guy who believes he 100 And again, it ain't one guy. I mean, I can take you to numerous people who, who report having that kind of experience. So at, at some level, I'm open to it, but I can tell you right now, I'm like one of them old boys from Missouri. You're going to have to show it to me before I'm a true <laughs> believer. You know what I'm saying? Is that part of this? Is that what you want to do? Absolutely. My deal is, is we have a town that is very, very famous. They have a Bigfoot festival. You go down there and, hey, they're serious about this thing. You better you better be, you, you know, you go down there joking around and they'll run you off, you know. So <laughs> yeah. here, here's the deal. So this town is really literally famous for that. And so what I've tried to do is say, hey, let's make that the hub of what we're doing. But what I'm trying to do, and I'm going back with some uh, people who really research this stuff out. I mean, they don't, they're not playing around, man. They get on there every sighting. Uh, these guys have law enforcement experience. So when they're investigating, they take it like a, a, a true investigation. And so they document every place uh, that they've had sightings. They document the story. They document who's telling them. And yeah. so one of the things that we're trying to do, I want to get with these guys, and we want to locate all throughout southeastern Oklahoma where we've had Bigfoot sightings, and then we're going to create maps. So it's not just one town. If you want to come and come to Oklahoma in southeastern Oklahoma, we're going to have four or five county maps where if you want to get on a highway, hey, Bigfoot's been spotted here. He's been spotted here. And then we're going to have checkout stations. We're going to have restaurants. We're going to have things to do for each county. So if you want to come in and you want to go to Choctaw County, here's where Bigfoot's been spotted. Here's the things to do in that area so that if you're over here down south by Fort Townsend, you want to go hunt Bigfoot for a while, cool. If you want to uh, go to Fort Townsend, cool. If you want to go to the Dope Cemetery, uh, Raymond Gary Lake is right there by you. Might have some cabins down there you might want to stay in. So we're going to provide the whole experience where you can come in, check things out, have a good time. I think most people are not going to be the hardcore get in the woods and search. But again, what we're going to try to do is have – uh, people who want to provide that experience, I'm going to try to get people that say, hey, if you want to go on a Bigfoot adventure and really get in the woods, go on a week. Uh, if you want to load up on a boat and we'll have a boat tour. And so we're going to try to do all kinds of stuff to say, hey, what are you looking for? You know, and so yeah. that's what my hopes is to create um, um, tourism, create businesses built around this. But again, it doesn't have to be. I'm trying to get four-wheeler trails put in. Uh, I, we're looking at hang gliding. You want to hunt Bigfoot, get up in a hang glider. Ain't no better way to find no Bigfoot. You know? so, uh, give, me in a hell of, give me in a chopper. I want to be in a chopper. Let's get on him, chopping net on him, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, so, JJ, you, one of the things I read about when I was looking at this is that is it this area that you represent in Oklahoma claims to have the ninth most sightings in the world of Bigfoot. So you're talking about heat mapping essentially where, where these things are going and then giving people 
the tools and access to, to go out and have their own, as you call it, a Bigfoot or Sasquatch. It really place. is. I mean, here's the deal. When I started this, I was way more leaning towards the tourism side of it. But, you know, I've gotten to know some of these guys that are, hey, they're way more into, you know, there are the people we're talking about that are just, uh, I mean, they, they're crazy over, there's a run over dog, you know what I'm saying? They some crazy folk out there, crazy <laughs> folk, okay? And I've run, in, run into a lot of crazy folk. But now, again, I'll go in and, and sit down and like the guys at Ho Nubby, um, man, these guys, uh, they're not what you expect. You sit down and start talking to them. They're not crazy. They have, uh, they've had their experience. You know, they treat it like an investigation when you sit down with them. Now I'm, I'm not where they are and I'm not believing what they do. But when I walk away, I go, man, these boys have got it going on. They've got it documented. They've got it researched. They've got the stories down. And man, yeah. this is cool. The stories if you wanted to just write a book on the stories that they've got, and that's what I'm trying to do is put this together in a way that attracts people and people. And one of the things that's funny, some of them uh, real kind of uh, to the left, you know what I'm saying, far out, um, you know, they're on me. Well, why won't you do education and why won't you do science and why don't you do this? And my deal is, hey, get the money. Help me find the money. I'm all for a museum, yeah. but yeah, I don't want yeah. no cheesy museum. I want, if you're going to put a museum up, let's go out and build a really cool that would actually draw people. If you want to educate people, I'm all into it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I might even see if we could get some of this money to go towards that. You know, I've heard some interesting theories over the years. It's kind of a split. I, um, debate on there's a lot of people who are trying to keep the existence of Sasquatch under wraps because if they do it could upset logging industries and other things have you had anyone pull you aside and say hey you know we're we don't want the we don't want the proof of the existence of this creature to come out we because it could cause environmental laws to be passed and other things yeah I've had a lot of people who sent me I've not had um now I've had some conversation on podcasts like what we're having uh, some people on coast to coast radio, Blue Rock, um, <laughs> and I've talked on all kinds of stuff, not just yeah things like y'all. Uh, I was on not too long back on thirty three hundred, what they called um, Bigfoot community. So yeah, I, I've talked to a lot of people that have that uh, kind of uh, mentality that hey, you're going to disturb their habitat. And again, for me, hey, we got people going in all the time. We got hunters. We got and 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 what I tell them, what would stop anybody from doing that right now? There's yeah, no law that would prohibit anybody. Of course, they're saying, well, hey, you're putting it out to bring all the world around and get him. Yeah, and I'm you're like, well, that's absolutely, true. that's, that's true. the point. <laughs> that's, that's exactly. I mean, that's what I'm doing. So yeah, I, I, and I respect that. Hey, you know. Uh, here in America, we have lost the ability to have a conversation and disagree and, and still respect each other in our disagreements. And, and here's the deal. I can I like to argue. I can uh, I can disagree with you without hating you. I can, uh, you know, again, I used to be a drug court administrator, probation, pro officer. Man, I hate dope. I hate dope. Like I've seen it ruin people's lives. Used to drink a fifth a day and about ruin my life. And so again, I hate that stuff, but I don't hate the people doing it. You know what I'm saying? 
I don't yeah. agree like homosexuality. I don't agree with that, but I don't hate the people that that's that that's their lifestyle. I can right. disagree with you without hating you. I can love you and still disagree with with you know your lifestyle or your choices. Uh, and you can disagree with mine and 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 don't mean we have to be enemies. You know, so that's kind of where I'm at with the Bigfoot thing. You can disagree with me. You can call me an idiot. You can call me a yeah. man. I probably am. Man. No, you know, I don't know that a whole lot of people would argue <laughs> that. Well, it, it sounds like, yeah, it sounds like you got some, uh, you're a victim of what, what, what everyone's been talking about over the years, fake news. And, uh, you know, they take an idea and they, they manipulate it and they put it back out there. I mean, it doesn't sound like you want to harm this creature at all. And why do you think that is? Why do you think the media is so hell-bent on, you know, doesn't matter if what the person actually said or their intentions, they just run with the, the, the story that'll get the most clicks and the most hate? Hey, the first, the first year I come up here as a legislator, I was talking to a radio guy, and I used a word that has a totally different meaning. I used it in a correct way, and, and I thought, boy, that was a good, good example there, and the word, word was host. I, I said and what I, what I used it in was to talk about a third-party surrogate host, another person who, who carries a child for somebody else. Very correct term, very correct term. And it was a great example. It was an awesome example. I, I tell you, a great example. <laughs> that guy walked out of that room and missed my whole point, and all he heard was host, and he heard it like a host is a, a tick or a, you know, a, a – you know, some yeah. kind of uh, parasite. Parasite, yeah, is the word I'm looking for. And again, host means to be a gracious caregiver. If you look it up, that's the main. I, I shut the Capitol building down for two days. I had three death threats. I had protesters over one word. And when you ask anybody, give me the sentence that I use that word in. Yeah. Right. Not never, not to this day, not one person can tell me the sentence that I use. So how would you even know what I said if you don't even know the sentence? But that's the media today because the media don't care about truth. They don't care about what actually was said or what you're trying to do. All they're looking for sensation. And so they've run with this thing and they try to make it sound like, which is okay because that, that actually has helped me sell the idea. You know, I got people who love the idea from all over, all over the world. They, they're loving it from all over the world. So, again, you can use it to your advantage. I, I know who I am. I know where my peace comes from. And, again, my peace don't come from the world. It don't come from other people's opinion. Now, if they're all talking about me and it's true, then I need to wake up and go, hey, uh, I need to change. But if it's false, I don't worry about it because I can't change what, what people uh, the yeah. lies and all that. So, so JJ, if we come down to Southeast Oklahoma and to your cattle ranch, and we say you're the host of the most, you won't get offended. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm going to graciously take you out there, and we're going to find no Bigfoot. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, I, I got to ask though, because there's there's got to be some history when it comes to this area when that you represent your constituents and whatnot. Like, how how far back does the history of sightings? Or, I mean, this has probably come up at some you point, know, right? Yeah, I mean, here's the deal: when you're talking about the area that we're talking about. That, that's kind of the focal point where they have this festival is called Ho-Nubby, okay? And so if you ever heard of Ho-Chi Town, a big tourist attraction, well, if you go about 20 minutes on the other side of that, back back to the west of that, you've got Ho-Nubby. 
And that's where these lots of sightings. So one of the stories, one of the big stories that I've, I've just enjoyed that there was a guy living in Honubby, and this goes back a little while back. And so he had a, a pretty tough year. And so like, like a lot of people do in the mountains over there, they, they killed him a deer and uh, they put it in a freezer outside well, old Bigfoot, he was hungry too, so he goes over there and takes the deer out of the freezer. So the old boy kills him another deer, and he sticks it in the freezer. And uh, so he puts the log chain around the freezer. Well, old Bigfoot, he comes and just strips the old log chain off like it's nobody's business. And so the old boy kills him another deer, and he moves the freezer in t- inside the house. <laughs> so Bigfoot goes to banging on the house, banging on the door, and, and they say that it's two-story house. They said they'd see him from the second-story window. So when we're talking about big, we're talking about a big Bigfoot. Yeah. So this old boy calls the police. The police think he's crazy he won't come. And so he gets his old 30 out, and his family's telling him, don't shoot Bigfoot, don't kill Bigfoot. Bigfoot goes to banging on the wall, and so he steps out and pops a few rounds of lead in him, you know. Of course, Bigfoot screams. There's a scream and a holler. So he calls police then, and they come on up, and they, they, they start tracking, doing a blood trail. Get on up there, and they find a place where there's a lot of blood, and they, they see where there's some uh, pine sap, some, some round pine sap. Looks like something tried to treat this Bigfoot. Hmm. And then uh, about along the same time, there's an old logger coming off the mountain. He's driving one of them Mack trucks, you know, one of them that's got the bulldog sitting up there on top of the hood. So he's coming down the mountain with a load of logs. He sees something coming up his ditch, you know. Of course, them ditches are deep. They're coming straight up the mountain up there. So it's, something's coming up, and he can see it. So he starts trying to do his jake break, and he's trying to shut this thing down. And he finally gets it shut down just about the time this Bigfoot steps out on the rope. And he almost hits Bigfoot, but Bigfoot's right up against his truck. And he says Bigfoot's shoulder is even with that bulldog, that Mac bulldog, so can I get a witness? That's a big, big foot. You know <laughs> so, uh, he, he's got the other big foot slung over his shoulder, and he goes right on up the hill. Well, for about a week in there, people are, are, are hearing moaning and wailing, and the dogs and all the animals are going crazy. And so the, the community people all get together, and they run this old boy out of town. They just get rid of him. They make him leave. Now, guess what that old boy's last name is? Humphrey, Humphrey. Humphrey. <laughs> <laughs> I've come to prove my family name. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you had that setup coming. It was coming. It was yeah. coming. <laughs> I, I thought so. I thought I thought that might have been it. That's the first time I've heard a, a Bigfoot medic show up for another Bigfoot. Oh, well, yeah. Them suckers are smart. Oh, they're smart. And so here's, here's another question for you. You know, we, we hear all the time that, you know, Bigfoot does get shot in the woods, and then all of a sudden some military craft comes in, picks them up, takes off. There's some people who think that people in the military and the government don't want this to get to get discovered and are actively trying to keep it under wraps. What do you think about that? Like, I mean, I, I know that I know the United States government is like it's it's not the way a lot of people think it is. It's it's a beast with many heads, right? Oh, absolutely. No, here, here's the deal. I'm in the government. And I don't trust the government. Okay. <laughs> so I'll just tell you that, right? I'm probably the mis- most mistrustful person uh, for the government. <laughs> don't like the government. Don't want, 
Hey, anytime a government man shows up and tells you he's there to help, run, run. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> unless his last name's Humphrey, then right? Yeah, unless, good, it, you're unless it's Humphrey, he's actually right. There, and then you're good to go unless you're Maybe a Bigfoot. Then you're in trouble. He's gonna he's gonna pick you up, put you on his back, and 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 yeah, yeah. Hey, run I'm you to there. safety. I, I'm I'm uh, your not normal politician, and that's a true statement right there. I, I'll guarantee you. But here's the deal: when you're talking about all these stories that I've heard. And I mean, I can show you some far out stuff that I've been sent, told, um, letters. But probably the one that causes me the most pause, they have a video out of a uh, person that is like Green Beret. And so that the, the story goes that uh, they're, they're in Afghan and one unit goes over there. The whole unit goes missing. They send another unit squad to go find them. They get over there, walk up, Bigfoot in a cave at the foot of the cave, you know, 100 yards off or something there. They're pretty good distance in between them. And that this Bigfoot just flies out of this cave in, in point zero nothing and takes out one of their people. The rest of them kill the Bigfoot. They haul the Bigfoot and the person that's been, you know, they get all the bodies that they can and, and take them down to the location that they're, they have two helicopters come in. One takes all the people, bodies, all that. The other one takes the Bigfoot. Now, the guy who uh, who's telling that story is military Green Beret. And if you watch it, if he ain't telling the truth, he needs to go in, oh, to Hollywood because He's a hell of an actor, I, I would tell you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, I'm not saying it is true. I'm not saying it's not true. Yeah. It's the only one that, that makes you go, you know, huh. You know? Well, we've heard we've heard stories where the Green Berets show up on some of these missing people cases where people go missing in the woods. Right. And the Green Berets show up, and they're not communicating with the state parks and stuff, and it's like you wonder there, like, do you think the military knows about the existence of Bigfoot? Is that a... Do you think they know and they they haven't told the people? You know, uh, I, I think that it's really possible the military knows a lot of secrets that they ain't told us. And again, you know, whether Bigfoot is or is not, uh, you know, you, you wish you could trust our, our government. And uh, I'll just tell you, I wouldn't trust them as far as I could pick Bigfoot up <laughs> and throw him, you know what I'm saying? So I have zero trust for uh, our government, no matter who's in there. Because yeah. what you have is when we talk about deep state, when you hear that, that's not, again, everybody acts like it's some kind of secret society. That's just the, the government gets these agencies take over to where even if you have a president coming, they run the show. You try to, hey, here in the state of Oklahoma, you try to come in and change a government agency. They've got me working with Department of Corrections. My gosh, sending people to the moon, it'd be easier than changing them people. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, uh, and, and, hey, trying to get straight numbers and trying to get things. So so who knows what the CIA actually knows or the federal government, federal bureau, the military? Uh, I mean, they have, like you say, they have heat seat. I mean, they've got stuff that's unbelievable. I was I was in law enforcement. I had my own business. I did GPS tracking. Hey, I could literally 
watch you go into your own. I could not see you in your house, but if you walk, if you left and got in your truck, I can watch you drive. I had that kind of equipment, no higher clearance I had. I could watch you drive, tell you how fast you're driving. I, if you went to another country, I'd go, uh, he's going down. I've been on the phone with U.S. Marshals, federal government, going, hey, he just turned down such and such street. Hey, you missed him. You just went right by him. You got to turn around because he's headed back. Because they'd be saying, well, we're going down such and such. Well, you missed him because he's headed the other way. You know? and that's like that's like Enemy of the State, like the old, the old movie with Gene Hackman and, and Will Smith where they're just tracking everybody all over the place. Hey, we've got stuff. And no, and that's what scares you. No higher level than what I had access to. I mean, I could literally, you walk in my office and when you go through, come through the door, hey, so-and-so, come on in. How'd you know I was coming? Hey, I watched you walk across the road. Yeah. I, I saw you doing this, that, you know, I mean, it, it's nope. insane. We just got to use that stuff now to now to, to get that $2.1 million uh, prize, right? We may start tracking that old big guy out yeah, in the I'm forest. I'm going to tell you something. I don't know whether – we got to write the rules. I don't know whether I'd be eligible for the 2.1 since I'm the guy set up. <laughs> there might, <laughs> be, there say, might be a rule against I, that. Hey, now it's, we know what you're up to. Now, now we know. know. Absolutely. It's private <laughs> but I got a leg up on everybody if I do because, I mean, yeah. I can tell you, I know all kinds of people who live with eight Bigfoot who – I uh, have four live in the neighborhood who talk to him every day. I mean, I got a way yeah, late. You just got out there. You just got to drop in for dinner one night. Just, oh, just throw, really throw a net there. over him. I find him Bigfoot. I'd be like, Bigfoot, look here, man. I'm not greedy. Individual. <laughs> I have this money. Split it. <laughs> well, the way our government's going, Luke, the way I, the, the story you're describing, man, maybe I'll just become a feral child and move out in the woods with Bigfoot. It'd probably be safer to move out there with them than to try to yeah. go up against the craziness going on in our society right oh, now, right? My gosh, man, I got a check today. I was like, we are going to go broke. We are going to go broke. I yeah. told my wife, she called me and told me we got a big check. I said, go buy bread. Go buy bread. <laughs> <Throw> it up, <laughs> hey, JJ. I got, I got to ask on that two point one million. It, it, since since it's kind of been announced and, and that's been circulating through the media, you had have you had anybody approach you guys about uh, people that are seriously tr- considering like launching some kind of you know strategic full scale you know search or is that are we not there yet? Is, have you just heard a bunch of like Tom, Dick and Harry saying, Hey, I'm going down the woods. I'm going to find me this big guy. If there is that person. They have not contacted me and I'm not aware of it. Now I have some guys that are there and their deal is they don't like my bill because they don't want a lot, a lot of amateurs and a lot of crazy folks in the woods disturbing their hunt. And right. so I, I understand that. I get that. I mean, if you've ever deer hunted, uh, you know, you, I, I went to, uh, first time I ever went to Colorado and go hunting, man, I drive all the way out to Colorado, go out there in the middle of nowhere, climb up on this big old mountain, sit down. I look down the mountain, a little clear cut y'all there's three trucks pull up. I thought, well, crud, I, I drove all the way out here and, and, uh, you know, I don't yeah. want to see nobody. I don't want right. nobody. It's, it's all government land. I'd be for old JJ Humphrey. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, I get, I get them, but again, uh, you know what I'm saying for, for us, we're looking at Southeastern Oklahoma and trying to promote the things that we have. And, and again, I'm trying to, uh, uh, change people's lives. I'm, I'm working on several. So it, this is not the only thing I'm, I'm working on. Uh, hey, I'm working on industry and all kinds of stuff. 
but for us, tourism is a big, big deal. We got my area. I got five lakes in our area, man. We got beautiful mountains, beautiful rivers. So this is a way to get people out and experience that. So those guys, I hope they come. I, I would love to, you know, if there's some guys listening that are going to do that, hook up with me. I want to go film y'all. Yeah. I want to go film y'all yeah. looking for Bigfoot. My story is not Bigfoot. My story is I want to see high tech Bigfoot hunt, not not a bunch of drunk hillbillies trying to go out and, you know, hooting <laughs> in, in the woods. Do, doesn't sound terrible, though. I mean, I, I, that also can be very entertaining, right? <laughs> I mean, everyone's been doing that for the last <laughs> 50, 60, 70 years, and that's something we're trying to talk about on our show. And, JJ, you sound like you know, uh, you know, know, a spiritual man, and what we talk about a lot of things on our show, it relates to the days, the days of Noah. We talk about the ancient giants and things like that, the things in the Bible that are a little bit odd. And, yeah. yeah. Do you think this creature is related to the, to the Nephilim and some of these ancient hybrids that were going on? before the flood and, and, and all kinds of, cause it sounds like Bigfoot can read your mind and knows your intentions. And if you talk about the government knowing where you're going, it sounds like Bigfoot has that ability just programmed into him. And he can tell if you're going to the woods looking for him or you have nefarious intentions, it's like they know and they can take off. I mean, we've heard some crazy stuff. So do you think it's related to the Bible in, by any, any ways? I believe the Bible 100%. Now, a lot of people these days, Thank you crazy just for doing that. Okay? Sure. So I'm 100%. So do I believe that there was a third of heaven kicked out of heaven? I do believe. Do I believe that they had relationships with women and that there was a species that were off-bred of that? Yes, I do. Do I think that the Bible recorded that there are uh, giants, that there were giants in the land Yes, I do. Do there seem to be some correlation? Yes, I do, because I can I can make it up to there. Mm -hmm. Now, jumping over from that to Bigfoot, that's a pretty large leap for a short fat man. Okay. <laughs> so uh, the, the deal is um I hadn't leaped over to there yet. I do know a lot of people do believe that. My deal is I'm one of these people. I, I, I'm coming from a, a law enforcement background. So when I'm looking at something, I'm looking at, show me the evidence, show me, uh, I, I'm a dot to dot person. How did we get from point A? So I don't go make my conclusions. I let my evidence lead me to the conclusion. And I can get the evidence up to giants with some not 100%, but I can show you through the Bible where I could make that distinction. But from here to there, uh, you know, if you go back and do, I, I'm a, a drug court administrator and I'm a probation officer and had a, I, I tell people I was on the job training when I was back in college and high school, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I, I probably should have went to prison uh, instead of working in prison. You know what I'm saying? So Isn't that funny. Uh, Here's the deal. So I got a lot of experience in one side or the other with all of that stuff. And so I've done a lot of studies on uh, drugs. And really, uh, you know, if you want to look at what I am qualified to talk about, and that's criminal justice and drugs and all that. So I've done a lot of deep dives into studying on uh, where, where did drugs come from and the source 
and, and it gets into sorcery and it gets, if you'll track it all back, it'll go back to what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, again, uh, you know, go look up RX, go look up all of these research. Don't just go to the Bible, go to some of these scrolls, go to, um, oh, hmm. what was his name? Uh, that he walked with the Lord and then he, Enoch. Enoch, yeah. Enoch that aren't, aren't in the Bible. There's books. Oh, yeah. Go back and read some of this. So again, I'm not just a person who has just read the Bible, but I've read other historical facts with it, other historical books with it. Some of the oldest documents out there that seem to support some of the stuff we're talking about, but it it, it never mentions Bigfoot. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) It doesn't. doesn't, It's not explicitly. No, no, but but here's where I'm at. I'm open, you know. I, I'm open to listen to everybody, and and sure. I, I, I may, if you have a debate with me, I, I like to. I might jab at you. I'll be like, "Whoa, yeah. you lost me on that little." Thing. Well, well, I mean, you brought up a good point a minute ago, where you're talking about you did a deep dive in the understanding of drugs and the culture and what it does to people. And there's some people who devoted their whole lives looking into the supernatural phenomenon surrounding Bigfoot. So, you know, like. When it comes to certain topics, you can't be an expert on everything, right? You have to. No. Unless you're so, in government, unless you're in government, man. <laughs> somehow, uh, most of them up here, when they got elected, become experts in medicine, uh, more on everything, than doctors, yeah, right? uh, experts in law, more knowledgeable than the lawyers. Constitutionally, they all become constitutional experts. <laughs> right, I don't know right. what happened. That didn't happen to me, boy. I <laughs> hey, you might get it, JJ. It's coming. Hey, I right? don't know. I'm waiting for it. <laughs> Like, say I wanted to come to Oklahoma, wh- where would I fly into? What would I do? Like, so, I mean, it's not, not the, the system isn't all set up yet, but say that, like, I'm a guy listening to this podcast, or right. maybe I'm, and I want to, I, I think I'd love to come to Southeastern Oklahoma with the ninth most sightings in the world and, and, and see what I can find. How would I, how would I go about doing that? Well, you, of course, you know, according to what kind of plane we're talking about. So if you're on a private type plane, Come on small, now, JJ. We don't, we don't got that engine, kind of money yet. Little, <laughs> we don't got that money yet. Little yeah. small engine planes. Uh, you can fly into a more local airport, McAllister or, uh, you know, uh, Atoka, Broken Bow, Hugo. Hugo's got a nice little airport. Um, but if you were going to catch a plane, say, from Nashville, fly in two, two places in Oklahoma, you're probably going to land Oklahoma City or Tulsa. Um, again, you're going to be about a three hour drive. So if you were coming from Nashville, I'd recommend you drive because by the time you fly into one of these others and then drive back down Southeastern Oklahoma, you're probably driving. You've been just about as close to come on, you know, see some pretty country. Come on. If you're coming from where you're at, let me, let me just tell you, hook on down there to Tupelo, Mississippi. Come on right down the Notches Trace Trail see about the Choctaws, do a little history on them. That's a really pretty deep dive on, on to go look into all of that. And oh, yeah. uh, so, so uh, my area is Choctaws. And of course we were outlaw territory. So uh, we're all the offspring. A bunch of people got kicked out of their lands and a bunch of people who were outlaws. So of course we all hate the government and everything. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, it sounds like Australia in the United States, yeah, right? Yeah, oh, a bunch and, of criminals. Yeah, they just sent exactly. us here. That's what Southeastern Oklahoma is. Exactly. <laughs> and, uh, anyways, uh, when I was doing the uh, study on sorcery and on drugs, I looked into that as well, because that's who we are. You got to do it. 
uh, a look into your history of who you are. And, uh, you know, uh, like I, I grew up in a little old town called Atoka, 10 miles outside of Toka, a town called Lane. If you ever heard of Lane Frost was from there. Famous bull rider was from there. Okay. The town wasn't named after him. He moved there after it. But anyways, famous person there. But Atoka and Toka County. So our mascot was a wampus cat. So a wampus cat. And uh, so I that rolls, up, that rolls off the tongue, JJ. Really you know, rolls I, go Wampus Cats. Hey, I, I never knew what a Wampus Cat was. You know, grew up there all my life. Ain't never seen one, you know. And so uh, I was doing this study. Turns out the Wampus Cat is a, a, a mystical creature from Choctaw legend that basically um, this uh, her, her man uh, was taken by one of these creatures and so she went to the uh, medicine man and wanted to go out and search her. And they, they forbid her to go search, but she went and searched for a man anyways. And so the medicine man put a curse on her and made her half cat and half woman. And that's a mm-hmm. woman's cat. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so, yeah like, a, like a chimera there. Oh, or yeah, skin, like a skinwalker. Yeah. And, and then like uh, if you ever heard of, of the deer woman, so they've got one half deer and half woman. But yeah. See her, she's bad juju. You don't want to see her. Yeah, bad we heard luck. That's bad luck. Kind of like the owl, you know. We've heard a lot stories of lots of crazy creatures down in, in the south areas. Oh, like yeah, the, goat, the, yeah. the goat man. Oh yeah. It's yeah, it's, little, it's not just Bigfoot. Little people are north, but but again, we ain't gonna talk about the little people because that's bad juju too. You do not talk uh, about oh, Nate. This is just an aside here, JJ. But I didn't, I didn't, I didn't tell Nate. I didn't, JJ, Nate. I didn't tell JJ to say this, but Nate loves to talk about the little people. Um, I ain't talking about them, Nate. You got to talk. I'll no. Live. I'll listen, but he's gonna listen. Out, <laughs> this is this this is the third co-host that we always needed here. This is this is this is. Hey, Jason, uh, he didn't know who was coming out. He did. I mean, no. he didn't, I didn't Justin. prep. I didn't prep. I didn't prep him either, and, and he brought up the little people, which is fantastic. Justin, this has been a, a long-standing uh, inside joke on our show that I love the little people. When when it's just every time it comes up, it, no matter what we do on this show, someone talks about the little people to the point where Luke is just. He can he can just slam me every time we have this it, have an interview. But to be honest though, Nate gets like he really perks up and gets excited. <laughs> he, it's something. I noticed he set up. I noticed he yeah, set up. Set. Wow! <laughs> because thought, I knew he, he was going to do this. He thought I was talking about. I me. Didn't, I didn't, didn't even come, didn't even come for me either. This is I fantastic. knew he was going to do this. I knew he was going to razz me and, and make me in trouble. So so I do have a question for you. Someone from Stay someone up. from so, a fan asked, "Have you convinced AOC yet that Bigfoot is real?" <laughs> You know what? Uh, hey, she's still hung up on Amazon down there, running off Amazon. But if, if AOC wants to come out in the woods and have a little Bigfoot hunt, I will happily. You know what I'm saying? You got, you can't. The way you win people over is treat them right. You know what I'm right? saying? So oh, my yeah. deal is, I, I even though AOC, although like, she's crazy, hey, she's crazy, crazy as a run over dog. You know, like I say, but if she wanted to come down. We try to educate her on Bigfoot. You know, are you, are you, are you saying you'd be a willing host? I would be a, a <laughs> gracious, generous, willing host. A willing host. Man, we need to get. We need to get. We, that would be just great. I could hear. I could see you guys too having some great conversations. Yeah, you, well, you, you know, know what? you go down by the Bigfoot nest and cry and do a photo shoot. It'd be fantastic. <laughs> oh, man, we'd get our blanket. We'd get our security blanket. We go down there. You know what I'm saying? It would be all good, all green. We ain't gonna cut. 
it, it's all in the woods. We <laughs> right. don't no vehicles, nothing like that. We're going to sit down. We're going to see if we can think up a Bigfoot. You know what I mean? We're going yeah. to get all real. <laughs> <laughs> hug, all, hug all the trees on your way oh, out there. Oh, my oh man, gosh, I'm a tree right. I, I, I love the woods. I yeah, love I, who doesn't? I mean, well, JJ, oh, it's, it's been a pleasure, man. Thank you for for coming Absolutely. on. I, I'd love to love for you one more time to plug to plug what's going on. Talk about what people can where people can learn about the uh, about the the Bigfoot, the Sasquatch Quest, and uh, if they want to reach out to you and talk to you, or they or they can they can no, send I you an my, email like I did. My, my uh, J- Justin, uh, so J U S T I N dot humphrey h-u-m-p-h-r-e-y at oklahoma uh it's, it's actually uh, humphrey at okhouse.gov so justin dot humphrey at okhouse.gov and awesome. when, when, when can we expect to hear here's some updates on on may, this and may this. Uh, my goal is that may i got a hollywood movie coming out and my goal is to have our package ready to go which will be a tourism Tourism package, not a bill, a tourism package, $2.1 billion Satchquatch Quest. A billion. Tickets to, so you got to have a license and tag to participate in the $2.1 million. We're going to turn around and put that money back into roads for lakes and possibly some uh, boat mm. ramps, things like mm. that. I love it. I love it. And I have a lot, personally, have a lot to owe to the state of Oklahoma. I don't know if you know this. JJ, but the Hanson brothers are from Tulsa, Oklahoma. And, and the Hanson brothers, I met my wife on tour with Hanson. I was in a band. So I owe a lot to the state of Oklahoma. If it weren't for Oklahoma and those boys, homegrown Oklahoma boys, I'd have never met my wife. So Well, come back. Come on back to Oklahoma. All right. Come Bigfoot hunting. Well, we're going to do it. Quest, not hunt. Not hunt. hunt. Looking. Bigfoot searching. Looking, yeah. searching. Bigfoot adventure. Bigfoot yeah, adventure. it's just like the host word, JJ. It's like yeah. not yeah. that word. Hunting is just looking for it. We're not. Yeah. We're not trying to. We're not yeah, trying to sh- adventure. We're trying to put the big guy in our station wagon, like Harry and the Hendersons, and just take him back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on, Blurry Creatures. Hey, brother, no problem. I enjoyed you guys. All, All right, JJ. Have a good Bye-bye. one. So there you go. There you have it, guys. If you, if even AOC could join in on a Bigfoot hunt in Oklahoma and still feel like she didn't have to, uh, you know, compromise any of her standards or morals, it's funny, man. The way our media works, you have no idea, and then you meet the guy and you realize, what is all the hollaboo about? This is this is silly. What a guy. Yeah. What a guy. I, what a guy. I loved him. Like you just want to hang out with that guy and like you know, have a beer. Just talk. Just talk yeah. about. Just talk about stuff going on in the country. You, you, I, I can see it in your eyes. You really want to talk about the little people, Luke. But no, you know what? It's it's. <laughs> God, dude, this is like I said. Dude, we need to have JJ back. He can just co-host oh. and, and with us, and just and just me and him can gang up on you oh. and talk about the little people. Well, Luke, you found you found JJ. You got him on the show, and you made it happen. This was just. Uh, this is just like you know a quickie, fun man. I mean, we were just laughing, having a good time. Yeah, it was it was it was great. I mean, it's it's entertaining. And I applaud JJ because really he is working for his constituents, which I, which I think is maybe something that's kind of rare in government these days. 
is someone's actually looking out for for the people that elected him. A cattle rancher, extraordinaire, an ex law yeah. enforcement, salt of the earth. Uh, super super fun talking to JJ Humphrey. Yeah, it was great. I, good job, Luke. Like, I, I it, it's it's always fun to bring on something different. You know, we've been on barreling down this trail of trying to educate people about all kinds of stuff, and sometimes it's just fun to just laugh and talk. But I mean, there was still some great content there. But it was our, fir- our first our first uh, government, good. yeah, you know, state senator here, yeah. You know, we got, a, con- we got a congressperson here. We have a file now. You know what I mean? Yeah, we do. Though I, I, I think it sounds like JJ is the last person on earth to work in government and take anybody's information or track anyone, which I love. Yeah. I love it too, man. Yeah, that was great. So, uh, yeah. So again, so southeastern mm-hmm. Oklahoma, mm-hmm. ninth ninth biggest hotspot in the world, according to some, to some mm-hmm. reports for mm-hmm. Bigfoot. They're going to heat map it. Nate and I are going to get down there eventually. We're going to go hang out with with our new pal JJ and. Uh, maybe we'll come with 2.1 million. Then you know what we can do with that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I knew podcast. we can just keep on podcasting. <laughs> we could, we'd have enough money to nothing start changes. Our- right. It's not like- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we still get weird. Yeah. Plenty of time, plenty of time left to get weird. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think JJ, I think he had some ideas about the Nephilim. He was just, he couldn't, he couldn't put it out there. You know, he was just, well, he was, we talked a little know. bit before he jumped on, we were talking about the Nephilim a little bit. And oh. he was just, uh, yeah. I didn't even he's know. A, uh, yeah. He's a well-bred I man. I love it. I love the South. I, you know, this is one of the things I, 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 and this might get us some one stars, but I grew up on the West Coast, spent a lot of time with West Coast people. And like I said on the show, I met my wife in Florida. I, I There's just something about the South, man. When you get out of the West Coast, you get out of the cities and you move, you get to some of these places in the in the country where you meet some good old boys. Yeah. I, I love these types of people. They're my people. They'll tell you the truth right to your face. They'll spit in their hand and shake and, and shake your hand, and they'll tell you the truth. And they do what they say. Not everybody, you know. Obviously, it's no, the, but, the, but the cliche. But there's a there's a different vibe in the South, you know. Yeah, like where a hand where a handshake really, you know, is is an agreement, a binding agreement, and where yeah, yeah, yeah people look you in the eye. And I, I mean, I, I live in the South as well. You and I'm I'm from the West Coast, and there's something about the southern the southern people and there's great people everywhere don't get me wrong yeah. like I, I love my people in my hometown up in Chico California and um but some about this the community in the south and the hospitality here and the friendliness and you know I know my neighbors and everybody waves at each other just a di- it's a different vibe yeah. i'm happy to be here i know it's not for everyone but yeah it sounds like it is for you and me yeah oh yeah yeah it's it is for you, you and know? me and southeast oklahoma sounds even deeper south yeah. which is just and i god i love it i just I love that you drop a Hanson reference in there. Just and, and I think JJ was like, "What? What are you talking? Why are we talking about a boy band? Like the oh. maybe the boy band? They're not boy band. I'm kind of worthy. They played boy instruments. Bands. Boy well, bands just sing and stand there. I guess it's a good point, right? So what is a boy band? It's a bunch of it's a manufactured group of male, good looking males who sing. Yeah, sing. Yeah, that's what it is. And they do a little dancing. Yeah. No, do but you I have dancing. To... Did you do a lot of dancing in Sherwood? No, no dancing. No dancing. But... Well, you're a front man though. You did like a little bit of shimmy shake probably. Uh, we, you know, I mean, how, how else did you get? To, how else did you score, Sam? I mean, you had to just get, you had to have a little bit of hip gyration up there on stage. That was a long story for, <laughs> for a future show, <laughs> but for now, I have a, I have a lot to owe to the great state of Oklahoma. Everyone in the, who's listening from the great state of Oklahoma know that I have family in Oklahoma. Uh, I have a lot to thank to that great place for all the blessings it's brought to my life. Thanks for listening to Blurry Creatures, guys. Uh, we've hit the we've we've hit the charts. Are, are, we're moving up. People are sharing it. Our last show with Roger 
was the fastest to a thousand downloads. Our, our episode with Roger is getting a lot of traction. People are sharing it all over. The numbers are are are, are moving. And that, Luke, is your head still exploded a little bit from that episode? Yeah. Or <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Still just got, I mean, just took a hard ride into friggin' Ugh. Crazy Town. <laughs> hey, I love it. I love Crazy Town. Take yeah. me to Crazy Town every day, but, you know, Justin is a nice break from the Crazy hey, Town. Every, every, sometimes, you're just, sometimes you're just hanging out in your barn and, you know, Becca and Little One and, and White Diamond show up and they just want to braid your hair, Nate. Hey, hey, if you play your cards right, I'm going to take you up there, Luke, and we're going to whistle. We're going to have an encounter. All right. Right, dude. I, I are you uh, ready? Are you ready I for get, it? I, I still continue to be the skeptic in here. No, it's going to happen. Okay. I think I don't know if we're going to get it on film, but I was talking to Roger today, and I told him we want to come up there. He's like, "All right, all right." <laughs> I didn't well, tell you that, but didn't tell me that, that either. Now yeah. everyone knows. Well, well, hey, I showed up to this meeting, and JJ's just sitting there. I'm like, "Come, on, wait a minute, who's coming on whose show here?" Dude, is, what happened with JJ is that he. He's like, they had to set up for me. I don't really need to do good with technology. So he's like, you send me that invite 20 minutes early because I just want to make sure I have it. And then so I turn, turn the invite and, it, and I'm in here like just in case he comes in. And then it's, he's already, he's like, hey. <laughs> I'm like, like dude, you're in a cowboy hat and a bolo and I freaking love this guy. Yeah, I know. Dude, that was awesome. Yeah, so shoot us an email, blurrycreaturespodcast at gmail.com or hit us up at blurrycreatures. You've been sending a lot of messages. Really appreciate it. Thanks for rating the show. Give it a five star. And send it to your friend. Did you see that uh, review that I that uh, I think it was someone related to you because it had Rogers in the in, in the last name. It said Faust Rogers. That Faust Rogers. I think that's some kind of play on words. Okay, I don't know, but uh, maybe maybe it's one. Of, maybe it's a relative. It's just like, hey, yeah, I'm gonna, give, I'm gonna do Lucas solid and do, mention him since everyone right? loves Nate. No, they love Luke. They love your voice. Look at all the reviews. It's all about you. Here's the thing. This guy, be like Faust Rogers. He's he's listening to Blurry Creatures in the department store, runs into a display of, of, of um, what are they, light switches, knocks them all down, and then convinces the, the cashier guy to listen to our podcast on the way out. So there you go. Thanks, Faust Rogers. Whoever you are, this one's for you. Yeah. All right. It's a cold Stay one. There's a cold one here for you. <laughs>